Hey guys, so I figured I'd just come on here and talk to you guys. I've been trying to film this podcast for literally all day now, and just so many distractions, so many people coming at me. Um, I just literally, everyone's literally just been too much today, and I also had like this burning sensation. <laughs> burning sensation in my eye and literally it felt like something was stabbing my eye but it just literally turns out that um my eyes are just really dry so I needed my mom to come home from eye drops and she literally did a few hours ago and now my eye feels a lot better so now I can like actually concentrate also there's like a just a bunch of like a group of guys literally just sitting across from me on on their porch and I was like across from them and it was like weird to like speak freely and I just I don't know it's weird so I figured I'd just come on here and talk to you guys now since not everyone is out people are like taking out their trash because tomorrow's garbage day but like other than that it's pretty chill and mellow um if you guys don't know, today is a very important subject. Um, it's just signs that your partner is controlling. And I feel like this topic isn't really talked about um, heavily. Like, I know we talk about, like, toxic relationships, which does go hand in hand with controlling. But, like, when one person is kind of dominant over the other, not in a, like, fun, sexy, kinky way, in a... Um, very controlling matter that's very unhealthy and can show very dangerous patterns that aren't always very obvious to you the person in the relationship or on the outside maybe sometimes and I've learned by like watching relationships with my friends and like people around me that basically Everyone is prone to just have a sneak attack of a toxic relationship. Like, they literally, toxic relationships can literally sneak up on almost anyone and everyone on this planet. And you don't even notice. And basically, I feel like controlling behavior doesn't have, like, a specific setup group. Like, there's no specific, like rule book that says all people who are controlling are in this specific age they're this specific gender they're only straight they're only bi they're only gay like there's no like specific boundaries it literally can be anyone around you who's very controlling when it comes to relationships and many of us visualize these controlling partners as someone who actually like is physically aggressive and constantly making threats or ultimatums and we kind of like have this image of our mind as like someone who's controlling as someone being very grumpy and bully like and belittles every single freaking thing that you do right or commands you whether it be how you dress what you look like whatever it is you know um while these signs are very troubling and like obviously like like warning signs um, there are some additional signs that could be very fatal and, um, that we just, like, miss. Because they just, they might show up very differently than ones that we regularly see, you know? So, some controlling partners, um, actually act out because they are, like, they okay so the way they act out the emotional manipulation that these people hold is so complex it's complex enough that the person who's being controlled by this person actually believes that they themselves are the actual villains and not them or that they're extremely lucky that their controlling partner is actually putting up with them whether controlling behavior leads to, like, some severe emotional or physical abuse or not, it's not a healthy situation. Um, so people just assume, like, if he's not, like, beating me up or she's not hitting me, like, it's fine. When in reality, it's not fine because there's so many different types of abuse in the world. It doesn't all have to be physical. It could be emotional or it can be, um, 
um, mental, verbal, like whatever it is. And I feel like if you feel like you're alone in the situation because they made you isolate themselves, isolate yourselves from all these people. One second, I just need some water. If you feel like they literally isolated you from anyone and everyone around you and you feel completely and totally alone, just know that um, people really are, there are like programs for specifically this, there's therapists specifically for this. There's just so many hotlines available. I promise you your friends and your family, once you explain to them, I they'll literally be like, I know, I like I sense it, like, they just they just know these things you know so i'm just gonna throw out some tips for you guys and obviously if you notice more than a couple of these signs with your relationship or your partner take it seriously um and you know really 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 think about these okay so the first tip that i have for you guys is isolating you from friends and family it may start out very subtle but this is often the first step of a controlling person like it's like one of the first step for them maybe they complain about like how often you talk to your brother or your sister or your mom on the phone or they say like they don't like um, your best friend and they don't want you to be hanging around them anymore or they try to turn you against anyone that you're used to relying on for support besides them so basically their role is to like strip you of your um, support system and your strength is basically stripped down too because the people that support us help give us the strength like your mom your dad your family your brothers your sisters your um your outside family your friends the family that you made for yourself if you are stripped away from them you literally become vulnerable to just having no one around you and once you have no one around you they can potentially like win arguments because there's no one to back you up or see it from a different perspective or anything in that nature and once they physically strip you down from everyone around you they are your sole um what is that called they're your sole support system and once that happens it's like mm, you only have them so like you guys are in a fight together what happens they are going to win most of the arguments because they know that you have no one to fall back on. There's no one to have your back but them. And if you mess with them and you mess them up, then that just potentially gets rid of your last um, person who supports you. You know what I mean? So literally they know that and they kind of are able to stand up against you and win whatever it is you are going through you know they are like the winners of the relationship when it shouldn't be like that obviously the second one i have for you is criticism no matter how small like even for the small things like criticism like isolation is also something that can start out very subtle very small in fact someone um may even try to convince themselves that their partner's criticism is actually helping them become a better person or they even try to rationalize it, justify it by saying things like, it's not a big deal, or he or she doesn't um, mean no harm, they just don't like that I wear blue, or they don't like how I dress, or how I speak, or how I eat, or how I decorate my house, all these things. And they'd be like, oh, I don't take it personally, it's like fine. And it's like, I'd rather be with them and change one thing than not be with them at all, you know? and stay myself you know what i mean that's how people think when they're in these relationships and it's not their fault it's just the manipulation that they've been through is a lot you know and ultimately no matter how individually small the criticism seems if it's part of a constant dynamic within your relationship it would be very tough to feel accepted in a way 
or loved in a way or even validated in the relationship if every little thing you do could use some type of improvement in your partner's eyes then how will you even like how are you being valued as a true equal let alone if you like you're not even basically loved unconditionally because this person is literally picking at every single little thing you know what i mean and why is this little kid screaming so and if um and like in relationships you're supposed to kind of have like a two-way street with things things should not be one way at ever um sure there are times where some partner is able to dominate the other in a certain situation if their strength is in that specific situation but it's never just one person like in one situation he could be stronger in this and you can take over and he and uh he can be stronger in this and he can take over basically what i'm saying is like you're not always going to be in the driver's seat you're taking turns from like the passenger seat and the driver's seat you know what i mean so you're like switching off and whoever's stronger in that certain subject or whatever can literally just take over essentially you know what i mean and that like but it's a two-way street like you're going back and forth together you're not just you're like giving and taking and taking and giving you know it's not like one person's doing everything it shouldn't be like that and if you have all these insecurities i feel like the one person in the world who should basically make you feel wanted make you feel needed make you feel loved unconditionally would be your partner you know they love everything about you from your stretch marks to the way you look to the way you speak to the way you eat to the way you dress everything about you is just like basically you're a diamond in their eyes and if they don't see that then they're not the person for you and i'm not saying um anything wrong with that either because obviously we all have our person and not everyone's gonna see us as diamond right what's that saying another man's trash or whatever is another man's glory or something like i don't know the same but you see what i'm saying like if someone doesn't love all of you even the differences that you have and the things that make you who you essentially are in the world and your personality to make up your personality whatever then obviously he's not the person for you does that make sense i hope that makes sense my third tip for you guys or like for third sign or whatever could be if um they have like threats towards you or against themselves so some people think that the threats have to be like physical nature to be very problematic but that's not true threats of leaving cutting off privileges or whatever or even threats by um controlling the person to harm herself or himself can be every bit as emotionally manipulative as the threat of violence right like physical violence and it's not unheard of for the partner being controlled to feel like stuck in a relationship not out of fear that they themselves will be harmed but that the partners may self-destruct or harm themselves if they were to leave so like they don't want to have someone else's blood on their hands so essentially what they do is they stick with the person because they're scared that if he or she kills himself that it will be because of them when in reality that's just an ultimatum that they're throwing out there to see if the fish catches the bait and that's the bait that they're throwing and in reality they're not gonna kill themselves you don't know that like they're literally just it's a game to them you know this is what they do they feed off of your vulnerability as well and your kindness and they like a nibble at it until they finally break you down so much that you literally have nothing but them and you don't even want them because it's just so draining to be around them does that make sense <coughs> also sometimes a person may even be threatened with like losing their home their access to their children or like any financial support that they give them if they leave a controlling or abusive partner um whether or not the threats are actually true and genuine it's just another way for the controlling person to get what they want at the expense of 
you, their partner, or whoever their partner is. And that's not right. So you guys need to watch out for signs like these because honestly, it's it's honestly truly scary. The way people take advantage of people and try to control them and it's just a lot. It's like scary. My next one for you guys is making acceptance or caring, um, making like acceptance or caring or even attraction conditional. So they'll be like, I love you so much more when you're making those sales at work. Or, like, I don't feel like being intimate with you, but if you keep working out and lose a bit more weight, you'll be more attracted to you. So, like, what is the first thing their partner thinks? It's like, wow, like, maybe I should work out more, and then he wants to have sex with me. Like, they think like that because they're so, like, attached to this controlling person. They could even have more things, like, more examples would be, like, if you can't even be bothered to make me dinner i don't even know what i'm getting from this relationship or you'd be hot if only you spent more time with on your hair sorry the hiccups <laughs> or you'd be hot if only you spent more time on your hair or whatever it is if you'd actually finish college you'd have something to talk about with my friends and you wouldn't feel so left out like kind of belittle you and make you feel very self-conscious um though some of these examples are more like blatant or whatever than others the message is basically the same you right now are not good enough it's the common denominator the common theme in the relationship it's how controlling relationships work it's like you're not good enough keep trying like it's disgusting it's like honestly disgusting because none of it's true they're just pouring their insecurities and they're manipulating you so you will never leave them okay my next tip for you guys sorry my throat is I just ate something and my throat literally is scratchy because of it. Okay. I don't know. My throat is literally bothering me. Okay. My next one is they kind of have like an overactive scorecard. Okay. Let me explain. So, healthy, stable relationships have a sense of, uh, they just, you basically, you look out for each other, right? And you don't really count every single time that you do it, you know? Um, every little time you do it, you don't count something like that. Um, and if your partner's always constantly keeping, like, tally of every little interaction within your relationship, whether to hold, like, some sort of grudge or demand a favor in return or be patted on the back for doing, like, I don't know, the bare minimum, I guess. It could very well be their way of having the upper hand in some way. And it could be very exhausting for you um i know many people like this i don't know if i would call them controlling um in relationships yes they are but like those are people i i wouldn't even want to be around and i don't want to be around like i remember i told you guys the story one time of um this guy literally would um basically every single thing he did he would be like, I paid for this, or I did this, and whatever. And we weren't even in a relationship, because obviously, whatever. But, like, we weren't in a relationship, and he always saw me in the way that I didn't see him. And then one day, I literally was like, here's everything you ever spent. Like, I would, like, get a headache. He would go give me water, or I would, like, be craving something to eat. And literally be on my way to get it, and then he would double it. So, like, if he knew that I like these specific types of coffees... So I would like the, um, you know, like the canned Starbucks coffee drinks. And I would always be on the, like, the, 
go basically i always be studying so i'd always have one of those on me like a triple shot of whatever it was or like a um an energy drink like a kickstart or something and he knew that those things were my favorite right so he would literally he literally went and bought out the um the like school store that we had and you think oh sweet right and like i did at the time too until like he literally be like i spent like 67.52 on this and like i well one time we went out for ice cream and he like pulled out a list and i'm just and he's like and you're still not trying to be with me and it's just like i made my intentions clear in the beginning first of all second of all i don't even like you in that way like i told you in the beginning and just like basically people who like write down specific things like when i give it's not like i'm thinking oh my god i paid in 1920 whatever or oh, i paid 1526 or like i like specific numbers too and it was just kind of creepy and like every time he would do something he would literally be like oh i basically saved your whole school career because they were about to expel you from school and i saved it it's like no you didn't and or he'll be like this guy was trying to get at you and I basically was like trying to get him away or like I was did this or that like he would just be naming things and there's just stuff I wouldn't have asked anyone to do so one day I literally like paid him all his money back and like leave me alone because <laughs> I don't I don't mess with that creepy garbage like I just don't like like it's just very unhealthy scary weird and obviously yeah, I was stalked for like I want to say two years um and every time my phone literally buzzes or rings or like a random number calls, I get scared that it could potentially be him. Even though he wasn't physically harm, harmful, 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 like hurting me, it was so emotionally exhausted. Literally running around campus hiding because I didn't want to be seen by him. Or he would always ask people where I was. Or just, <laughs> it was creepy. He never wanted me to have other friends besides him. Or like I'd literally be like. Oh, I have another class. You like you can skip class today and just hang with me. Like you don't even need a degree. Blah blah blah. And it would be weird. And I'm like, we were like partners for a class. Like it's not like I chose. Like don't uh, don't get I didn't choose to like be with this guy every single day. I literally had a project and we had to record something every single day. And no matter what, like I tried to get out of it by going to a professor. I tried to like it, it just wasn't possible, guys. I tried to do it over phone. Like it just like everything you're probably thinking I've done and tried and it didn't work out. And yeah so i'm just saying like keep an eye out for that like pay for yourself even if you can't afford it i don't know just don't eat it don't don't drink it whatever it is just don't have anyone don't let anyone have the upper hand over you is what i'm saying you know like be have the upper hand over yourself like be only by yourself like don't be only by yourself but you know what i mean like Watch out for people like that. Because honestly, it's really, really scary. <coughs> okay. My next tip for you guys is using guilt as a tool. So if this person is using guilt as a, a tool, many controlling people are skilled manipulators. We know this, right? But they're very skilled manipulators and making their partners own emotions work in the controlling person's favor so they're basically using your own emotions they're basically using your own emotions that you feel da 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 on you basically and and in their and, and they're the ones gaining from this behavior. And if they can manipulate their partners into feeling a steady stream of guilt about, like, everyday, like, whereabouts, going-ons, whatever, then a lot of the controlling person person's work is done for them because you're basically doing it to yourself because you're allowing this to happen. And I know it's hard. I know. I get it. But that's why we're going through these tips, guys. Um, so a lot of the controlling work is being done for them because they're using your own emotions that you have as a person against yourself. 
and that just like is an advantage to them. And their partners will gradually try to do whatever they can not to have them feel guilty, you know? So, like, if you're feeling guilty about something, you want to do whatever it is the other person wants so you can feel better, right? Right. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are agreeing. Often this, like, means relenting and giving up power and saying you're sorry when you're not because you didn't do anything. And their own deceit, dissenting opinion is basically within the relationship which plays like right into the control of the person's hand and they make you do whatever basically so like basically you don't want to feel guilty anymore okay then do this for me or act this way for me or do and that literally gives them the upper hand for whatever it is like whatever it is that they want they got because you're feeling very guilty and that's only because you're allowing your emotions to do that because they manipulated it that way to make it seem like, oh, I feel guilty. And you're talking to yourself and you're like, I feel really guilty. Let me make him feel better by apologizing or doing something for him or whatever. When in reality, you didn't do anything. The next tip is creating a dot that you are kind of like you are like claimed for you know like controlling people may come on very strongly in the beginning with like romantic gestures and blah 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 but upon closer looks at relationships like that many of those gestures are like expectations of serious commitments early on they're like gifts to tell you like yo i'm giving you this gift because obviously i'm I want you to be around me like forever and ever and they might be taking you on like luxury like luxurious restaurants and giving you all these fancy meals they're like taking you on these adventurous outings they're letting you have um full use of their car or home when they're not there they can basically all that can be used to control you specifically they created this expectation of you giving something in return or a sense that you feel be holding to the person because they're giving you all these things like remember that guy I was just talking to you guys about he would literally be like um you never do anything nice for me you never give me all these things you never do and it's like he literally would just try and force me to go buy him these like luxurious things and obviously i'm like no like no you know and like they try to make you feel guilty for for what they are lacking in their life and the emotions that they are lacking in their life and this can make it more emotional and logistically difficult to escape when further warning bells go off and you're literally just like he did do this for me and he didn't you like you're like what i say you're trying to make yourself guilty and you feel all this guilt when in reality like you shouldn't be Okay, the next step that I have for you guys is spying, snooping, or requiring constant disclosure. So a controlling partner typically feels that they have the right to know more than they actually do. Whether they keep their snooping secret or openly demanding that you must share every single freaking thing, you, everything with them. It's a violation of boundaries from, like, the get-go. That should be, like, a red flag right there. Perhaps he or she, like, checks your phone, logs into your email, constantly checks your internet history, and then justifies it by saying they've been burned before, or they have trust issues, or the old standard things, like, if you're not doing anything wrong, then you shouldn't mind showing me. It's a violation of your privacy. Hands down, guys. It's a violation of privacy, hand-in-hand with the... The message basically saying that they have no ish interest in trusting you, and instead they want to take 
on a police-like presence in your relationship and they just want to hover over you and it's just we're not about that okay we're just not the um next tip that i have for you guys is overreactive jealousy accusations or even paranoia a partner's jealousy can be flattering in the beginning. It's like, oh, he's how, oh, how, like, how cute, how sexy he's getting jealous over me, blah, blah, blah. It can arguably be viewed as, like, endearing in a way or a sign of how much they care about you or how attached they are to you. And some girls like to see this in the beginning to show, like, oh, he really does care, you know? But when it becomes more intense... It can be very scary and feel very possessive. A partner who views every interaction you have as being flirtatious or suspicious or threatened by multiple people you come in contact with or fall to for innocent interactions because they may be leading someone on, may be insecure, anxious, competitive, or even paranoid. Also, when um, their perspective becomes, like, how do I say this? Literally becomes, becomes, like, ingrained, kind of, within your relationship. They very, like, they're, like, likely attempting to control it as well. So remember, like, they're only seeing things from their side. And you're not allowed to see it from your perspective, only from their perspective. And it's just, like, they never want to hear you out when you're talking. And it's just, like, who are you with? Why are you with this person? Who is this person? I've never seen it. Is, who is this? Your brother? You're lying. Like, uh, you, you just, like, on and on. And it's so exhausting. Like, things like that can be very exhausting, especially when you know for 100% fact that you really aren't doing anything and you try to reassure this person many, many times and they're just literally not getting it. That's, like, super annoying. Also, um, children just came outside and they're, like, yelling and screaming for no reason. Okay, last one before the break because it's too loud out here. So, last one before the break, and I have more for you guys, is not respecting your need for time alone. It's another way of kind of taking away your strength, making you feel guilty for time you need on your own to, like, recharge, making you feel like you don't love them enough when you perhaps just need less time with them than they need with you. And that's okay. It's natural that two partners may not automatically have the exact same needs in terms as alone time, even if they are both extroverts or introverts, whatever it may be, in healthy relationship communication about those needs leads to workable compromises that you have going forward. And in controlling relationships, the person needing the alone time is made out to be a villain or denied the time alone altogether just because like taking it away yet another way to they can strengthen themselves, give themselves time to think whatever it may be they're just taking away something that's yours and not giving it back they are essentially control essentially controlling another aspect of your life which you kind of probably would need like i feel like everyone needs some time of time alone like me i like to come out and just sit on the porch and just chill with myself and it's like i feel like everyone essentially needs some time alone whether it's like five minutes alone ten minutes alone an hour two whatever it may be and i feel like if your relationship is strong enough and healthy enough it can withhold two hours of alone time an hour of alone time 10 minutes where you go take a walk you know what i mean but someone who literally wants you all the time which is like cute like i'm not saying like oh whatever like puppy dog luck i understand but i'm saying like once you get further in your relationship this guy literally won't let you hang out with yourself for five minutes let you watch your favorite show for, for like an hour by yourself like stuff like that is just we, we don't need that energy so i'm gonna let you guys sit on those for a little bit replay it if you need to and then we're going to go through we're gonna go to a break and then i'm going to come back with some more tips and i hope you guys are listening to these and if you know someone like this send them this podcast and let them like don't like insinuate anything or whatever just be like hey i saw this podcast really cool like you should check it out blah 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 and then allow them to sit and like think with themselves and be like am i in this type of relationship and how can i get out 
okay? So I'm gonna let you guys sit on that. Okay, I hope you guys were able to, like, kind of sit on the, um, break and think through the things that I said and maybe thought of some other subtle signs that I haven't mentioned. Maybe I'll mention them now. Maybe I won't. Send me some messages. Like I said, I love hearing from you guys. And, yeah, my throat is still hurting. So, if I, like, if you don't hear anything for, like, two seconds, I'm, like, drinking water. So, yeah. Okay. So, my next one is making you earn trust or other good types of treatments. So, of course, you will trust someone you've dated for, like, five or more years than more than someone, like, you just dated for a month. And some amount of trust should be assumed when, like, inheriting within the relationship. Like, once you would begin, there should be some sense of trust. Um, for instance, you shouldn't always have to detail your whereabouts for every moment of the, every single day of your life, right? Nor should your partner automatically have the right to access your email or your text messages or even your internet search history because that's, like, weird. Um, but if trust or even, like, civil treatment is viewed as something, like, you need to work up to rather than the default kind of setting of the relationship then the power dynamic on your relationship is kind of off to a bad start it's kind of shifted in a way i feel like you're supposed to kind of assume some type of some type of um understanding like i think you should trust your partner in the beginning, not too much, but, like, you should be able to be, like, okay, yeah, I trust this person to have my phone number, I trust this person to take me out on a date after the fourth time, like, I've seen his place, I've seen, like, him, whatever, you know what I mean, it's just some type of, it's not, I'm not saying give him all your trust, but I'm saying there's some, like, a small amount of trust, once you meet, like, a person, you don't, and you've kind of, like, established that he's not a serial, serial killer, and she's not a serial killer, then I feel like there's so, supposed to be at least that somewhat trusted. Like, they're not crazy mentally. And um, if they're, like, trying to make you earn trust and making you go through all these hoops and whatever, it's not worth it. It's not. Like, I know some people have been really emotionally damaged out there and whatever. But that's not an excuse for people to be controlling of another person, you know? And the next one is basically they're always assuming that you're guilty until proven innocent so again a controlling person is often going to be very skilled at making you feel that you've done something wrong even before you realize what you even freaking did and you may walk in the door to find them already angry about something that they found thought about or even decided when you weren't even there and they may keep evidence like in quotation marks evidence of your wrongdoings to a point that you may feel like yo they have a whole case against me even if you don't even quite understand why or what's going on or what you even freaking did yet from where you put their favorite coffee mug to whether you had lunch with a co-worker without them knowing you'll always be assumed to have had some type of like a crime done um, you might have, like, some type of criminal motive to them. And why do they do this? It's to use it as some type of justification for punishing you in some type of way. Or trying to keep you from making that error or that mistake again. And, and to keep you acting in ways they want you to act. And it's really, really annoying. And I do not do not like that like just because it's it'll be the stupidest things and you you'll feel so guilty and you won't even know why you'll be like what did i freaking do like how is like how, things you won't assume bother the person bothers this person and you're just like i i used your mug like sorry i was like thirsty and you said my house is your house and like i wanted to get some coffee in the morning and i just use your cup and they literally like it's just weird and off-putting and makes you feel like you like did something really really wrong when in reality they're the ones that are just in the wrong 
<clears throat> and they kind of are training you. Sorry, I like literally fell. They're like literally training you in the sense where they're like, yo, don't do this, don't do that. Like they're training you like a dog or their child in a way by telling you what you can do and what you can't do. I don't know, it's just weird. Um, my next one is getting you so tired of arguing that you're relaxed. Like, you just, okay, well, some, like, controlling people like to exert their influence under the radar. Many others are very open and argumentative. Like, all they do is, like, argument. Argument over argument over argument. And they embrace the conflict when they get in it. It's so weird. And this can be, like, especially true when their partner is more passive. And the controlling person is likely to triumph in every disagreement so like they're always winning every single freaking argument because the person they're with is pretty chill and they don't care you know so every disagreement that comes up they win just because the partner being controlled is more the type of person to avoid conflict than to go towards it you know and in the nature are very very like kind of i don't want to say nonchalant but like they're just yeah kind of like they're just chill and they're simply exhausted from fighting with you that they literally just become numb to the situation. I don't know. It's, like, really, really weird. The next one is making you feel belittled for long-held beliefs. Like, something you believed in for a really long time. They make you feel like you're nothing. Um, Basically, maybe it's, like, your faith or your politics. Or maybe it's, like, cultural traditions or your view on, like, human nature and stuff, basically, whatever. And it's great when your partners can, like, challenge us in interesting discussions and give, like, their views and your views and, like, you know, have debates and, like, that's cute and all. But it's not great when they make you feel like you're dumb or you're small or you're stupid or silly or they're consistent. Cons lit. I can't talk. Are they consistently trying to change your mind about something important to you or something that you believe in? And then open. Okay, someone literally distracted me, but but basic. Sorry, this little kid is literally screaming his pants because he wants to stay outside. Okay, but like openingness to like new experiences is like really cool and it's like a wonderful beautiful thing but a controlling partner doesn't see it in as that like two-way street that i mentioned before that you need in a relationship and only wants you to be and think more like they do and they want you to just always agree with them and do things that they want to do and say things that they want to say and agree to topics that they want to discuss and if they do that, obviously that's not right because we all have different thoughts and feelings and blah, blah, blah on any subject. Like, I don't care if you have the perfect relationship. You're obviously going to be like, yo, I hate the color blue. And he's going to be like, all right, I don't care. <laughs> like, it's just a color. But this person will literally be like, you love blue. I'm literally painting the whole house blue. And you just be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. You feel so guilty. And next thing you know, you walk into a blue house. You know what I mean? And you're the one freaking painting it. <laughs> you know? Okay, the next tip that I have for you guys is making you feel like you don't deserve, you don't measure up or you're unworthy of having them. Whether by subtly just making you feel less attractive day by day than they are, to be like, you know, or constantly reinforcing their professional accomplishments and their statuses and they compare it to yours. They um compare your unfavorably, like, they'd be like, oh, Max is prettier than you, stuff like that. Controlling people often want you to feel like you're grateful that you're in this relationship with them. And this creates a dynamic where you will be more willing to work harder and harder on trying to keep them and maintain this relationship and try to maintain their happiness. And... This is obviously a dream for someone who's very dominant in a relationship. The next tip that I have for you guys is they very much are very teasing or they ridicule. They just, their humor and even teasing can be like fundamental mode of interacting with 
many long-term relationships. Like, you can have fun in relationships. The key aspect is whether it feels comfortable and loving in both sides. Like, if I make someone, some, if I make fun of my man, I want him to make fun of me, too. You know what I mean? And in controlling relationships, emotional abuse can be, like, things, they, they literally hide things like, oh, I'm just, I was just playing with you, you should have taken it personally. And in one, like, regard, they can literally just... It literally, the, the, the criticism is there, you know, and it's not in a joking matter. They, like, actually, like, you can be like, oh, shut up, big head, as a joke, and they will actually mean it. Like, you have a huge head, like, you should, like, get a small, like, it's weird. Especially if you have the wrong reaction to something, like, you, someone shows you a video and you don't laugh or, like, whatever they did. That can literally show them, like, yo, they're reacting really, really wrong. And you should be reacting like this. It's just a classic move. Um, and you're basically being told that you don't have the right to to your own feelings, basically. Which is a classic move for controlling people everywhere. And they just, they just don't like it. Like, they literally criticize you for every single freaking thing that you do. The next one is sexual interactions that feel upsetting afterwards, okay? So an abusive or controlling dynamic within a relationship can often make its way into the bedroom as well. So sometimes things feel very wrong even in the moment, but other times it's a pattern of feeling very uncomfortable after the interaction is over. Either way, when you feel consistently unsettled about what's going on with your sexual relationship it's a sign that something is obviously really really wrong and you need to obviously change something like not you but like change the situation you're in by either leaving or having a discussion the next one i have is an inability or unwillingness to ever hear your point of view so you may notice that you're constantly being interrupted or that your opinions you express are quickly 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 dismissed or not even acknowledged um, in the first place, perhaps the conversation is always so overwhelmingly dominated by the person's point of view and the person's thoughts that you can't even remember the last time they even asked you a meaningful question about how you were doing and actually listen to the answer. Or, like, ask you about your thought and you don't say something that they don't want to hear. You know what I mean? Think, too, of whether you've ever tried to give them feedback about their behavior and how it makes you feel and whether they've actually been able to take that in and change or like you know kind of listen to what you're saying or whether they just dismissed it out of hand or maybe they even freaking blamed you for having a invalid what they call invalid opinion my next one is they pressured you they pressure you towards unhealthy behavior like substance abuse and this is kind of common unfortunately it's pretty common and basically, they're undermining your fitness goals, or they're constantly tempting you with cigarettes when you've quit, or they're not respecting your decision to only have one drink rather than three. These are always just ways to control people, and it can try to... They, like, they just do this all these like controlling tactics that they use is their way to be the kind of healthier person or the stronger person in the relationship since controlling people thrive on the weakness of others it's natural for them to do this it's like the tool that they have that they use the last step that i have for you guys is like maybe you always assume that you would go to law school, but now your partner is making you feel like your grades weren't good enough to get in. Or maybe you used to have a lot of drive to own your own business, but your partner tends to think of your ideas as silly and you find you've lost confidence in a way to pursue them. Often a controlling person has a way of using you as a weapon against yourself by planting seeds of doubts inside your mind about whether you are actually talented enough or smart enough or hardworking enough to make all these good things in your life happen. This is another way that they can take away your autonomy and take away some of your power, making you more 
kind of like attached to them and serving their purposes nicely because you're using your own doubts that they kind of put in you against you, you know? So yeah, they make you basically doubt yourself. That's the last one I have for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. It's kind of, kind of, kind of a lot to hear. And it's like some stuff is really, really scary. If you actually think about how many relationships there could be like this. Especially because they, A, have known that they've been in this type of relationship and can't get out. They feel like they can't get out. Or B, like they genuinely just have given up hope and they don't know what else to do or the worst of all they think that the relationship them they're in is the ones that they uh, are meant to be in and they think that this person is actually helping them instead of hurting them or kind of uplifting them in a way when in reality they're just making themselves um they're making their partner just very much like doubt themselves and feel very insecure about every single little thing about them and they criticize them and they make them feel like they are nothing but they've grown so attached to them that they can't even see that so i really hope you guys enjoyed today's video and you guys have literally just learned a lot from this whether you're in a controlling relationship have seen a controlling relationship or just been around anything like this maybe seen some movies or stuff i don't know whatever it is i feel like we've all just been in a type of situation where there's someone always trying to have the upper hand in a situation whether you allow them to or you don't you're able to get away from them or not i hope you can take away from this at least some signs that are um going to help you in situations like this in the future like i know when it came to um I like I was in a relationship with him, but it was in a um a partnership for, for like school, like a school project, like a school partnership. And I had to work with this person. I literally had to kind of put up with this person, but not like like I, I obviously maintained boundaries in the sense that like I wouldn't even let this person sit at the same table as me. Like it was like the boundaries I had the the person I had to bring with me because I was afraid for myself. Like. I would always try to have someone at all times with me that I actually trusted besides him um, in that room because obviously I didn't trust him or his intentions. So, like I'm saying, just be faithful, be careful, be safe. Um, watch out for people around you. If you know a friend like this or a family member like this or anything of this matter, faithful, please take it seriously and don't just... Um, not listen you know or like brush it off like oh i'm not like that i only do two out of five things on list or whatever it is please please actually think about what i'm saying and take it in and just kind of decipher like that um and yeah that's all i have for you guys i hope you guys have an amazing day weekend's almost soon it's literally thursday tomorrow I don't know when I'm posting this, so whenever I post this, hopefully it'll be closer to the weekend, so it'll make sense for me to say. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend, but I don't know. So I hope you guys have an amazing weekend, and I'll talk to you guys soon.